I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to another episode of Bob by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today we're talking about Thor. Love and Thunder. Yes. Um, Taika Waititi directing again. Again. And starring in. <laughs> Everything uh, beats Candace Brana in this situation, um, including this movie, which I think we would agree is not as good as Thor Ragnarok, but you know. Okay, I I didn't know you're gonna you're just gonna come out and say it. Um, well, oh my god! <laughs> I mean, yeah, I I still very much enjoyed this movie, but yeah. I I really I really I, I should I should have rewatched Ragnarok because I was like I was like this movie wasn't as memorable as like because like I cannot think of Thor without thinking of Ragnarok now. I know, I know. Like it's just it's, it's really it's, good. It's. It was so good. Like, it was so good. Um, and, and yeah, I was, I was trying to think, I was trying to think about this movie, which was hard because I was kind of already forgetting about it. Um, <laughs> and, and yeah, I mean, just as I was pulling up both of these pages, I was like, I was like, I, I think I still like Ragnarok, like, way better. <laughs> Well, I would like to say that I think that in Ragnarok, there were a lot more fun character choices and a lot more fun characters. And so that's kind of what's driving a lot of that insanity in Ragnarok that kind of has that like balance of being in that um, that planet that everybody just kind of ends up at. And, you know, just the characters that we were introduced to or had in that movie were just so off the wall and that kind of made them really quirky and um really fun so that was like the tone of that movie which this one was not as tonally silly i would say as as ragnarok so you know you're going with a little bit more of a a serious topic um especially with the villain and with natalie portman um and her character dying of cancer. So it's got like a different kind of tone. Yeah. And I, and I didn't want to say that, you know, this, that love and thunder wasn't as good as Ragnarok because I wasn't um, laughing as much. Cause like, even though I was, I still think thinking back on the Ragnarok story, I think it really propelled Thor as a character forward in a way that love and thunder, like, did, but on a very minuscule scale, like mm-hmm. he, not like not much has changed. And and I was thinking this way because I was recently talking to my roommate about um, Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse of Madness. It was recently put on Disney Plus, and so my other roommate finally watched it. Um, 
I had gone to see it in theaters. Yeah. Um, with with Casey, yeah. And then so I was talking about it with Raymond, and and he and he didn't like it. You know, he and and, and everything he was saying definitely made sense. Um, I still really enjoyed Multiverse of Madness, but I definitely agree with what he was saying. He was saying that, you know, the story didn't propel Doctor Strange's character forward any any way. Just like like nothing really happened. It was just this was just a little snaps like snapshot of the Marvel universe and kind of what Doctor Strange was doing in it. It doesn't really it didn't really allude to future stuff all that much. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, unless like in a very in a very small scale, like like yes, we had that that end credit scene um, that we're not really sure what to do with. Um, and we're just, you know, given a character that we don't know much about already. And a similar thing kind of happened at the end of Thor, Love and Thunder. We're kind of given a character, Mm -hmm. um, that we don't really know what to do with at the moment. Um, but it's just, I don't know. I do like that Love and Thunder did bring Natalie Portman back. I felt like it, it, um... It it gave her a nice closeout since you know her her introduction in the first movie and her kind of continuation even in Thor two, right? Just, just was not very good. It was not a very good storyline. Um, I think and they really she closed her out there. well. Yeah, yeah. And then she wasn't anywhere. Um, so I do think it 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 did a really good thing for her character um the most like more than yeah. Thor's character i i totally sure. agree yeah 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 she was a little bit more likable in this movie as well and just like yeah her like kind of coming to the acceptance of dying and that's like a very big topic to cover and so yeah. i think that Natalie, yeah. of course, is like somebody who can do that. And yeah. when she was dying in the end, I thought it was a really beautiful scene, actually, with her and Thor and just the way that he was just holding her while she died and just kind of looked like loving her and looking at her. It was it was really sweet. Yeah, um, that was a really great scene. And, and even with with uh, Christian Bale's character and his uh, his daughter coming back to life like that was. Yeah, that was that was really well done as well. Yeah, I really I really like that that end scene. Yeah, it was like very nicely done in that scene. I thought that the it was a cool set with the like water and the clouds um, in eternity and stuff and Thor becoming like a father in a way kind of out of nowhere was you know cool and then it kind of makes me excited about having her in the in the future you know Thor and his daughter you know it's kind of like kind of exciting to think about like what that would be like you know because <laughs> he needs that in a way and it's great he's he's now dad energy <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I wasn't expecting that to, for, for him to just, you know, have a daughter by the end of the movie. Um, but yeah, it was very sweet. And I think that that's actually Chris Hemsworth's daughter, right? Because I saw like a side by side. Yeah. Of, of um, 
her as like a baby baby on on the on the first Thor movie set, uh-huh. um, and then them together in a picture in in Love and Thunder. Um, oh, I didn't know that, but that makes a lot more sense. Um, at least I think it is. At least I'm pretty sure it is. I'm trying. I'm trying to let me see. Where's the where's the full? I'm looking. <laughs> I'm looking here. Is. What she doesn't have a name yet. So oh oh, is that a secret? I don't know. I I don't recall her having a name. <laughs> oh so. no. Tri- oh Trist. No, Tristan Hemsworth was was Kid Thor. Never mind. Uh, and Sasha Hemsworth was oh. just Asgardian oh. kid. Oh. Um, so there were some. So I think so... that those are his. That's those are his kids. They were just the kids. So maybe his kids played roles in the movie, but just yeah. not not this not this girl. Okay. Okay. I th- I think so. And also one of Taika Waititi's kids, I believe, was also one of the kids. That's cute. I really like both of they, them actually. <laughs> yeah, I really like that they had the kids in there because yeah. that was that was kind of a main, a pretty big part of the story. Like um, mm-hmm. Christian Bale's character, you know, he, he one of was... his kids is also one of the kids. Rex the Bale. <laughs> they just got the all the... these kids. <laughs> oh my gosh! That oh my that's that's awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we have we have uh, Christian Bale's character who is is a father. He he loses his daughter out in the desert, and um, he comes across an oasis that holds a god, um, mm-hmm. the god that him and his uh, species of people happen to be um, uh, praising. You know, uh, what is it? Uh, hailing to what? What is the word, word I'm thinking of? Worshiping. Um, worshiping. <laughs> That's that's What's the, the word? word. That's the word. Um, but it finds out he's kind of a dick, and yeah. so he uh, comes across this sword, the the god killing sword apparently, mm-hmm. and um, and it kind of turns him into this a uh, really scary. I don't even know how to explain him. Like he just he's so scary. He's got um, like pale skin and kind of silvery skin and gold eyes like creepy orange gold eyes and he's just really intent on destroying all the gods and honestly rightfully so because most of them are are asshats so (laughs) they really are (laughs) which which we've learned uh because thor goes to the the land of the gods like yes. basically olympus i can't remember what they what they called it um, yeah it was something funny but um he goes there and finds sees a lot of cool gods but they're all kind yeah. of um not on the side of trying to stop this this god killer because they think they're just untouchable and, yeah, yeah. They know. say that he's just killing minor gods, and those gods yeah. are important, and they're just being very, you know, snobby and selfish, and just and just really douchey. Um, especially, uh, especially Zeus, played by Russell, Russell Crowe, Crow, which was hilarious. So funny because he's like. <laughs> He's like fat and like just oh, Greek. His and curly just... hair <laughs> <laughs> was so curly. 
Uh, it was so funny. Oh my gosh. I'm glad he's like still around and I guess he's going to be the bad guy or whatever, but Yeah, I thought he died. Oh, <laughs> I totally boy. thought he died. I mean, but he didn't. Oh he's just goodness. he's got that he's got such a like hilarious kind of accent. Um, yes, he does. Yes. I mean, it's a Greek accent, but he's playing it up like he's acting a little, you know, indulgent. Yeah. And all yeah. that, um, yeah. And so, oh my God. I have funny. I have to mention. Um, so on Disney Plus, uh, there was a collection created to prepare you for Thor: Love and Thunder, and <laughs> yeah, we we didn't want to watch all the Thor movies. I mean, I I would have been down to watch Thor: Ragnarok, but we we kind of you know set our movie tickets and went to see it kind of quickly, so we just d- didn't have time. But what we did watch was, which was also in these little collections was uh, these little shorts that I don't think I ever saw, but it was, mm-hmm. um, I think it takes place, uh, I think, right after Ragnarok. Yes, I, I believe okay. right after Ragnarok, where Thor is living with a roommate, and his name is Daryl. <laughs> uh-huh. And and he just talks about, you know, what it's like living with a human and paying rent, or, you know, lack thereof, like Thor tries to pay with 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 go with asgardian money and you know daryl's like thor i can't i can't convert this into like i can't use this and he's like this is this is so much money daryl like this, you just <laughs> someone will take it and it's just these really funny things um and we're like oh yeah these will these will really prepare us for thor love and thunder or whatever and what do you know fucking daryl was in the movie what I, I would have you nev- told me about this. Are you serious? I would have never caught Daryl. <laughs> was he in Asgard? Where was he? Yes. He was he was doing tours of New Asgard. Oh. He was the guy wearing like the little blue vest or something. He was I he was the guy talking about Molnir when Natalie Portman goes to um Go get Mew Mew. Yeah, to go get Mew Mew. That the <laughs> The little play that they featured again <laughs> for like a yeah. full like five minutes, it felt like. And then they also yes. show up later. Yes. Um, with Matt Damon as Loki, Luke yes. Hemsworth as Thor, and then Sam Neill as Odin. It was yeah. <laughs> just, I love Absolutely that they perfect. that to play And then out Melissa more. McCarthy... As Hela. As, as Hela. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> so fucking good, dude. I know. I just so wish. So good. I wish there was a whole shorts of just them doing all of the different Thor movies. They need to, re- <laughs> yes, they need to reenact every single Thor movie with these, with these, with this really poorly done stage play. Because they did it with, they did it with Olaf. I think where Olaf tells like different um, movies. I think they're all on Disney Plus, which which are fucking top, by the way. So you need to watch. <laughs> I haven't them. watched them. <laughs> they they uh, they need to make more. They were <laughs> so good. We watched all of them in one night, and they were oh my god. Uh, at least oh my god, watch the Moana one. It's so <laughs> fucking good, dude. I am Moana. Um, I am Moana. No, it's not even that part that is. Oh, you'll, oh my gosh, you have to watch it. It's so good. Um, but yeah, so Daryl, that was awesome. Um, I just love the I love the little things. I love the details that were put into this. I, I 
Casey was getting such a, um, uh, she really liked the, <laughs> the huge goats and <laughs> the screaming, the, the screaming goats and, and they were funny. I can appreciate the humor, but they got annoying real fast oh, and, oh, I, sure. and, I, and, and I hated them. I hated I, them very quickly. They were a lot of screams. It, they it were, was they quite were a, a lot. lot. They were I liked when they crashed onto that little rock planet that was like all black and white. <laughs> yeah. And it was like a tiny little rock. And it looked like just... it was so far away, but it was just like this tiny little thing. <laughs> they just ran right into it. Yeah. It was so um, good. It was like it's like a weird, like cartoony. It was so it was so weird. <laughs> it was. And the the like horror aspect of Christian Bale's as as Gore like trying to like wrap them up in his tentacles thing. Um, yeah, yeah. It was it was like kind of cool being black and white and stuff. I do think that they like. It seemed like they were really kind of outgunned a lot, and I guess that's good when you want to like show that the character really has nowhere to turn. Um, and kind of succeeding somehow and really like getting beat down in the end like with like losing um lady thor and also like losing um valkyrie and having like she's like you know indisposed Um, yeah and in a way he really didn't succeed like gore still got to right the still got to eternity um, but which, he convinced him not to, yes, become like become an all like terrorizing being or like basically yeah, convincing he assumed, him to get his daughter instead of killing everybody. Right. Everyone assumed that he was going to wish for because when you reach eternity, you have one wish, um, and they had assumed that he was going to use his wish to kill all the gods, obviously, um, which is valid. But yeah. Um, was able to persuade him uh, with love with love yeah with love and um did you see the uh celestial kind of face helmet in that in that eternity chamber that like fell down yeah casey brought that up in the theater but we they we think it's uh it's like a reference to eternals Right? Yes, it the, is. It's the Celestials. The, yeah. yeah, didn't the Celestial God look like that? Yes, it, it did. Turning yeah. into stone or something or whatever happened at that point. Well, there, there. The, well, you really <laughs> just forgot about that whole movie. It, it's uh, yeah. It, the Celestials are beings that are like basically gods, but yeah, they're born yeah. from from planets. Right. And so that's like yeah what they're trying to stop in Eternals from it, like, being born on Earth. Um, right. But right. the the Eternals are basically these the pawns of the Celestials. And they're, like, yes. created to take over the planets. Yes, I remember that. So, kind of not sure what, what reference this had to them, if this was just, like, an old shrine of theirs somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. It just was... It was it was cool. It was cool to see references from other from other Marvel movies in this. Um, and having the, the Guardians. Oh, oh, sorry. Continue. Oh, oh yeah. Um, 
mine was really red. I just like that that Valkyrie is known as like King Valkyrie. Oh yeah, and not like and not like she's the king. Queen Queen Valkyrie because because she's the king. She's yeah. the king, and and it's her so- outfits were just so funny. Like at the end, she was wearing like she's wearing like an fighting Asgard. in sweats. They're just like yeah, fighting in just in just civilian clothes. Like was like wasn't even wearing anything. Just wasn't even wearing her armor. It was just was so good. Yeah, so good. She's she's awesome. Honestly, I love her laissez-faire kind of attitude. Um, she's a fun king. New Asgard seems like an awesome place to visit. Sign me up for the tourist trap of the season. Yes, and we got we got a little bit more. Like we we. We pretty much know Valkyrie's story. You know, the Valkyries were like a, a group of warriors and she she lost all of her warriors in just like a, a battle that that was that was never gonna succeed or something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, they were they, like they were sent to their deaths basically. To Hella, I think, is I think I think Hella killed them all. <gasps> yes, yes, that sounds familiar. And it's like she killed all the other Valkyries. And all the other Valkyries that she loved, you know, her sisters, her lovers, everybody got killed. So, yeah. Yeah. And so they kind of brought that up again. Um, I liked seeing Sif um, mm-hmm. even for a little bit. You know, she lost her intensity an was pretty funny. And her that's intensity, <laughs> yes, was so good. Um, and then you brought the Guardians. Yeah, we see them for for very a very short period of time in the beginning um, kind of went. The movie opens up with Korg uh, telling a story, telling the story of Thor. Yeah. Um, you know, how he got to where he is at this moment. And so I guess he's been running around with the Guardians just uh, answering distress signals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so these crazy bird aliens they fight in the beginning of, of this movie were... So were, crazy. Were very fun, and they were taking over a temple that they needed to uh, liberate, basically, and uh, from these <laughs> these owl things. <laughs> they were so crazy. They kind but, of reminded me of Monster, yeah. the one in um, Sesame Street or whatever. The the guy yes. who plays the drums. What's his yes. name? Yes. Animal, animal, right? yes, name? animal, yeah. yeah. They kind of look like animal, but with beaks, because <laughs> they, yeah, they had the like um, hard rock music, you know, behind it, and so that was kind of the driving force. And it seemed like a lot of the metal in the movie and and everything was again referencing of it the very eighties Thor like look, design, style. Um, it's great, yeah. Yeah, like like an '80s hard rock type of vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I really liked Thor's outfit in the beginning with like his his ripped tank top and his yes. you know, leather vest, and um, he's looking <sighs> like great. a real rock star. Uh, it was so good, and then he just <laughs> he just destroys the temple, <laughs> and it just ah. Uh, I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Thor is just like sloppy. He's the best, like, himbo. Oh, my God. I love him so I know. I, I also <laughs> love him. Like, Chris Hemsworth <laughs> so is su- such a likable dude. So. He's so good. He's so good. <laughs> so good. Um, and I like to say, the chemistry between Natalie Portman and Chris Hemsworth was, was very good, this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, Better. It was severely lacking in the previous <laughs> movies. But the, the really cute... Um, you know, uh, 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 background, not background, uh, like history. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is the word I'm thinking of? The, the, uh, the scene of, of them when they were dating, you know, everything was happy. Yes, and then, that was so cute. And then they had a falling out, basically. Um, <laughs> them, like, riding on rollerblades down the street, like, her, like, yes. holding his, he's holding her hips, and they're just, like, going through the neighborhood. <laughs> Yeah, and they're like making pancakes and just being real cute. Just and like then, domestic. You know, yeah, so domestic and super cute. And then they just get really busy and then they just mm-hmm. kind of distance themselves. And then they and then they come back together. That spark is still there. Yeah. And it's and it's real cute. My only my only thing that I was a little confused about was why why um Jane was just the mighty Thor. Like, I understand that she has Thor's powers, but she is just, she, I, I guess, I, I don't understand the reference of she is a Thor. Like, I think what it is is Mjolnir makes the Thor. I think that's the idea. I'm sh- sure this is definitely from the comics. That's why she's called the mighty okay. Thor. But that because... didn't happen to Captain America. Um,. What do you mean? Captain America was able to wield Mjolnir, and he didn't turn into Thor. That's true. <laughs> he just stayed Captain America. Um, I think that it's a different situation. I think that Mjolnir's like attached to to Natalie sure, Portman, sure. and I don't sure, think that Mjolnir was attached to. <laughs> you sure. know, yeah, uh, right, right. Yeah, saying, like, there's, some, there's some inconsistencies. <laughs> the original comic with the Mighty Thor is from 2015 um, with Dr. Jane Foster. Mm-hmm, she, mm-hmm. When she lifts the mystic hammer Mjolnir, she is transformed into the goddess of thunder, the Mighty Thor. Okay. Okay. But she just has the same name as, as, as Thor. They're, just, they're both Thor. And in this, in this uh, 2015... She she also has cancer too. Oh, I see. Okay, so it seems like they they base it a lot on this 2015 comic. Yes, it's there's a lot of them. Um, there's a there's a bunch, and she has cancer, and all of them. 
it's pretty sad the, the covers <laughs> or some of them of her like just like sad you know yeah yeah but um she does save the world in the end so she does and i like that um i like that the hammer is sort of hindering her it's helping her but also hindering her it was like mm-hmm. sucking out or using too much of her of her own life force in yeah. order to wield the hammer so like even though she was worthy and it was like making her feel better it was also speeding up her her, her death illness. really yeah her death yes yes she also goes to valhalla in in the Yes, one of the end credit scenes was her going, was her entering Valhalla, and we get to see Idris. I know. <laughs> oh God, Heimdall! Oh my God, I loved, I loved seeing Heimdall's son. I he know. Was so cute. He was so. Oh, he they was were so good. He was so brave. Like he was just like he was saying he was scared, but I wasn't believing him. <laughs> No, all the kids were there having a good grand old time. I mean, come on, um, that set. I was wondering, honestly, if they were on set with Christian Bale, like actually in the room with him, because he's in such frightening makeup. Like, I can't imagine that he is in the same room with the kids because, I mean, it would scare. Some of the kids were pretty young, and. Yeah, and I think he's the a scary. Could have definitely scared scared some of the younger ones. So I'm he gonna go with scary. he was never on set with all those children because you unless so? you know his own children were there, obviously. But it, he was like in some scary makeup. So yeah, really scary. Um, I love the little side story of of uh, Stormbreaker getting <laughs> getting jealous. Yes. Of, of Thor, like, giving great. more attention to Mjolnir. Um, and just how Thor was acting around Mjolnir, because, you know, yeah. I guess when, you know, Mjolnir breaks, I, I guess uh, it makes sense that Jane would kind of figure out how to use Mjolnir even after it's it's shattered, because she does, like, it never actually fixes itself. It just, the pieces are just kind of held together, I guess, when she's holding it, and then it could actually just break apart and you could you could use the little pieces to to stab things i guess <laughs> yes but oh my god we had watched this we had watched this after um what was it we watched this after we finished watching umbrella academy and you just finished watching umbrella academy which we will talk about eventually on the podcast um yeah but but there was something that the <laughs> i think um they put something inside of they put all the pieces of the of the god killer sword in Molnir. Uh-huh. <laughs> and in the theater I like turned to Casey and I'm like I'm like, Yes, put the sword in Christopher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a character in Umbrella Academy season three. And um, there was like the, the squid arms wrapping up around all of them, just like what Ben does. Yeah. As well. <laughs> Exactly. No, no original like thing. Oh, um, man. So I'm looking so at the references. trivia now because I oh, think yeah. it'll really help. And you're right. It is Chris Hemsworth's daughter. Um, India okay. Rose is Gore's daughter. So 
She is, uh, I think his, her name is Love. I think that's, that's what it is. And it's, it's, it's his whole entire family. He's <laughs> really in this. His sons, Sasha and Tristan, his daughter, India Rose, his brother, Luke, and his wife, Elsa Pataki, who was the wolf woman on the wolf lady thing in the lover's montage. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Korg's, Korg's god, Ninny Nani, sits on a throne of scissors because it, in the rock, paper, scissors game, rock beats scissors. <laughs> Did we see that? Were they? <laughs> yeah, the oh, god that, because Korg's like yes. that rock creature and... Oh, I didn't even notice the throne that he was that they were sitting on. That's such a Taika thing to do. Like, I just it's feel a, like. Oh my gosh, Elsa! The the dumpling god, I, the bow god, yes, the bow god. Oh my gosh, ridiculous! That whole thing. Oh my gosh, and I love, <laughs> I loved. Oh god, it's so funny. Like some of the 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 more funny. Uh, scenes were like really funny uh like when zeus flicks <laughs> flicks thor's outfit off like way too hard it was so funny oh my gosh so good so good those damn goats oh god they were funny but damn they were they were annoying um <laughs> Apparently, they, okay. the, he really does have goats in in the comics. Tooth Grinder and Tooth Nasher. That's yeah. That's I was just looking at goats. that. That's what their names are. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. Okay. Well, it all right. It's, it's, they should they should definitely be there, especially if they're canon. Um, True. Daryl's in this, like you said. Um. <laughs> yeah. What were you gonna say about the? We never really talked about the Guardians. Uh, did you want to say anything specifically about them? In the movie? No, I, I thought they were fine. It was cute that Thor was hanging out with him while he was doing his um, his like meditation and he's kind of like re reevaluating of his losing of a lot of the people that he loves. Um, so that was nice. Yeah, it was nice that they weren't. I was afraid that they were going to be in it for too long. I'm glad that they weren't in it for very long. Yeah. Like, well, I yeah, like the it's Guardians, not a but Guardians but also, movie. But I also don't love the Guardians, so I didn't want them to be in the movie. Their movie's coming soon. That is true, yes, yes. Uh, let's see. Um, it, it's kind of crazy. This cast features five Oscar winners. Um, Christian Bale, Matt Damon, Natalie Portman, Taika Waititi, and Russell Crowe. Oh, wow. Um, this one's kind of interesting. Thor is the first MCU character to have four standalone films. That's right. That's exactly right. He's managed wow. to not die. He he stuck around. <laughs> he's he's the longest one. Because all the, like, before that we had Captain America and, and Iron Man. And their stories are done. So yeah, they were, yeah, they were like the first, the first superheroes we were kind of getting introduced to before Avengers came out. Um, yeah. And then of course we have, we also have the Hulk, but it was also a different actor and the Hulk is, 
has not really had his own movie since the beginning. So he's going to no. be in, in She-Hulk, and though. It, and it doesn't look like he's he's really ever going to get his own movie. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with him, but he's in She-Hulk. So we're going to have he's that. He's in She-Hulk. I'm very excited about that. Um, Chris Hemsworth calls Gore his favorite villain. That's he's He's a good villain. He's very scary. I mean, he's got a very clear intention yeah, and motive, backstory. Totally solid. solid. Yes, solid. Scary as heck. Um, you know. Seemed very strong. Like, yeah. it, it, was, it was a good struggle. The fact that they, they went to fight him and then had to retreat and then go back with even less than what they had because he needed Stormbreaker to open the, uh, he needed, uh, uh, the, the, what's it called? Not Heimdall. That was his name. The, the, what's the teleporter thing called? He needed. The Bifrost. Bifrost. That's the (laughs) word. That's that. That's it. Uh, to open the portal to what's it called? Eternity. Okay. Oh, what's this one? Thor wears... Well, you can't see it. I can only see it. Um, Thor wears a vest over a t-shirt with jeans. This is the uniform of Thunderstrike, a superhero who inherited Thor's powers. Okay. That's fun. Interesting. Very interesting. Okay. Also love that um, uh, we got to look into uh, Korg's species. Yeah. Um, and, and their mating they, rituals. They mate by holding hands in front of a lava, in front of a volcano, a lava pool. <laughs> so cute. And then they just, just stand there and then there's a baby. It's pretty was cute. Re- I was really sad if they, if they were really going to kill off. Kill, him, I know. But, uh, Korg is but so cute. But he's, he's good. He's good. He's yeah. fine. He's, he's such okay. a cutie. We do want to uh, plot uh, keywords? keywords. You do that. Plot I'm keywords. gonna open up the Metacritic. I'm trying to think, if there's anything else I want to talk about? There's so many, so many little things. So many little things. I'll probably give it a rewatch at some point. I'll probably do Ragnarok, and then maybe I'll rewatch Love and Thunder at some point. Um, here we go. Plot keywords for Thor: Love and Thunder are superhero action, campy. <laughs> Superhero, <laughs> Marvel Comics, and superheroine. Oh my Can't god, that's so. Such, that's, that's the only that's thing so that's specific. described this that whole movie is. Everything else is just super generic. But that's, oh. I guess, what it's supposed to be. Thor Ragnarok is also under the campy tag. Um, what we do in the shadows is also <laughs> under the campy tag. That's coming soon. It's gonna come out in like a few days. Yeah, I thought it was, um, it's out already, 7-12. Oh, excellent. I just love that show. Oh, we didn't mention this. We are, we are recording this on Thursday. So it is, Thursday. it is Thursday right now. You're not going to be <laughs> listening to this on Thursday, unfortunately, but, uh, that's when we're recording it. Yeah, I need to finish, um, I still need to finish what we do in the shadows, uh, season three. I started it. Um, so is, is it, is it season four that's, that's, that's out? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. That's what I thought. Um, awesome. So yeah, I need to do that. Okay. All right. We've got a 57 meta score with 31 positive reviews 
28 mixed reviews and five negative reviews. So this was a pretty panned movie. Literally, Ooh, yeah. there's two 100s, and at the bottom, there's several 25s. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so that's a pretty big, big People difference. Really, they didn't like it. They didn't like it. Let's see. You know me. I'm going down here to the bottom. Uh, yeah. Let's see. <clears throat> Okay, I'm going to read this one because it's, 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 it's fucking ridiculous. All right. <laughs> Vanity Fair gave it a 25. The studio has stumbled into what may be the worst film yet in its long line of spectaculars. An erratic and fatally dull morass of limp jokes and aimless plotting? The magic is decidedly gone. And the film left me wondering on a more macro scale... If this whole cinematic universe machine has any idea where it's headed. Okay, Richard. That's that's very harsh. And, and the fact that he has Whoa. no faith in Kevin Feige just makes me sad. What do you think Kevin Feige is doing? It's his you entire cannot, job. You cannot speak <laughs> ill of our Lord and Savior, Kevin Feige. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? How, he knows how, where everything is going all the time. So shut up. dare you? I mean, I will say um, very, on a, like, not not to this, not to this aggressive uh, t- uh, level, but, like, no idea where it's headed. Yeah, no. The, the, the I, last two movies have kind of just been throwaway movies. They've been fun, but, yeah. like, they haven't really propelled the big plot line forward, because that's kind of where we're, what we're curious about, you know? We just had we just finished up with Endgame and everything and we're just interested to kind of see where we're where we're headed and it we don't really have a clear picture just yet but you know t- good things happen to those who wait <laughs> richard <laughs> gosh damn richard it's just subtle all right just like... wow <laughs> how about it we just enjoy the ride bad. all right how we yeah, just enjoy what we get <laughs> i still had a good time damn all right so Let's I'm going to read the Screen Crush 60. It says, a lot of Love and Thunder's individual parts are sharp, and the film is full of likable performers like Hemsworth, Portwin- Portman, and Thompson. It's not a terrible time at the theater. If you enjoyed the last Thor movie, you'll probably enjoy this one. Just not as much. <laughs> there you go. That, yeah. That's literally yeah. what I said when we started this that's, podcast. That's definitely what you said. <laughs> All right. And, and what, what number was that one? Was that a mixed one? That was a mixed one, yeah. Okay, let's go up to the 100s. Oh. Okay. Um, I'm going to read the Collider one. Um, I never once rolled my eyes at a joke that was clearly dropped in so it could be so it could be a zinger and make it to the trailer. Mm. What? Okay. Right. Okay. Um, it successfully silenced a rather jaded MCU fan by offering a story that had it all without having to sacrifice its soul to the MCU machine that is eager to churn out stories for future phases. Okay. okay. So what they're saying is the fact that it's not going anywhere on a macro level is actually a plus of this movie. <laughs> Mm. Okay, they liked that. Okay. They liked that it's not trying to shove the Avengers down your throat, which, I, I mean, you could argue is the the way that it was in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. 
it was yes it was definitely it was definitely doing that before and yeah i mean having having a little having a little micro story is is always good to have here and there i mean things don't have to be running in a specific direction it doesn't have to be pointing towards the finish line we can kind of we can take the scenic route I gotta read this New York Post 88. It's it's kind of a jab. I kind of love it. Okay. Love and Thunder is an urgent reminder that in order for the MCU to keep going in an entertaining, soulful way, creativity and innovation is required. You can't just say multiverse a thousand times and call it a movie. <laughs> wow. Wow. Did someone count how many times multiverse has been said? Like... <laughs> Like specifically know, in but... Doctor Strange or just in general, like since since the whole multiverse phase has started? Oh, I think they just didn't like, I, mean, I could probably tell you that they did not like Doctor Strange. Um, the, yeah, they probably hated it. I mean, um, because again, we talked about this. Doctor Strange came out at the same time as everything, everywhere, all at once. And when you compare those two movies, I mean, the... The quality in terms of sci-fi is just so much better in one than the other. So there's that. Yes. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> Completely. Yes. Yeah. Um, wow. Um, but Thor, Love and Thunder, definitely still a great time. If you if you love if you love Thor Ragnarok, you'll like. You love Taika. I mean, Taika. You love Taika. And Taika is is a great person to support right now. So you know what? <laughs> just, just yes. Watch this. Watch what we do in the shadows. Just watch every interview that he's in. He's a delight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Well, that was that was Thor: Love and Thunder. Um. I think. I think the official next Marvel movie is going to be. Black Panther two. Is that is is that what I've been hearing? Um, buddy, I don't. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. If, if anyone knows, please let us know. Um, I can't think of it right now. <laughs> it's fine. It's 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 fine. Um, all right. If anyone knows, please please comment and, and let us or email us. All right. If you enjoyed this episode. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. We are also on Amazon Music, Spotify, and Acast. Uh, We have social media. If you want to check that out, please follow us. We've got Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, and YouTube. Just search All By The Popcorn or All By The Popcorn Podcast. Um, Or if it's Twitter, it's at By The Popcorn. And we have an email. If you want to reach out, you can email us at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. And we also have some merch, so please check that out. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.